the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So I'm going to introduce you at noon today to a really, really, really special woman. She's running for Ohio Senate 3. That's New Albany, Grove City, Gahanna, Westerville. And these are the important races because these are the races that shape law in the state of Ohio. We have some very, very, very necessary laws, consequential laws, House Bill 454, House Bill 616, the Protect Women Sports Act. All of them would push back against the woke nonsense out there. I noticed uh, Bexley Schools. Uh, Here's the headline. School district hires consulting firm to assist with new strategic plan. I was like, ah, I bet there's something woke in this. So I read down through the story. Bexley City Schools is embarking on a new three-year strategic plan with the assistance of the consulting firm, The Big Questions, LLC. Is your uh, woke alarm going off yet? Mine is. You hire a consulting firm called The Big Questions. My guess is the big questions are going to be about stuff that uh, you and I can spot a mile away as agenda-driven. So they're paying $130,000, Bexley schools are, to have a consulting firm come in and help them develop a three-year strategic plan. No, I think Bexley schools, I've always thought, were pretty good schools. So I'm reading down through this, and I go, read, 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 read. I get the first page, second page. But the board members are all on board with it, passed unanimously. Blah, 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 blah. Next to the last paragraph. Um, one of the board members, whose name I can't pronounce and won't try to butcher, said, diversity, equity, and inclusion should be a centerpiece of the plan. <laughs> of course it should. Of course it should. There's money to be made in being woke. And that's why we need people like Michelle Reynolds in the state Senate. Because A, she'd be replacing a Democrat who's super woke. And B, because Michelle Reynolds has actually done it. She's actually like put people back to work who come out of prison. She's, this is a refreshing thought, a public servant running for public service. So you'll meet Michelle at noon today. Uh, In other news... On the schools, wait, we'll get to Tim Ryan. Just wait. Notice the headline on Channel 10 website, 10tv.com. Hilliard parents express mixed feelings over approved religious policy. And we told you last week that Hilliard's school board approved being part of LifeWise Academy's instruction in the Bible as an elective optional course for students in the Hilliard District. So parents who would like their children to have the option, parents, children, option, 
So you know the teachers unions hate it, right? Because they hate everything about parents having control over children and having options. Parents would have the option to have their kids bust off campus during the school day for one elective period of instruction in the Bible. Uh, The uh, headline says, while the program is getting some support from parents, there are others who are concerned, listen to this concern, they are concerned the religious teachings will infiltrate all the students in the school. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. If these kids are bussed off campus and they have instruction in the Bible, the next thing you know, they'll all start to manifest the fruits of the Spirit, and Hilliard schools will be awash in a worrisome amount of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, understanding, and self-control. I mean, it'll be chaos in Hilliard schools if we have the fruits of the Spirit running amok. This reminds me of the position on many coaching staffs of college teams they have what they call the quality control assistant coach. I don't know about you, but if I were coaching a college team, I I would not want any impediments on quality. I would want quality to uh, run amok in my program. I would not attempt to control quality. All the quality you want, bring it. But in Hilliard schools, uh, some of the parents are afraid that the uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, understanding, self-control could get out of hand. I mean, the next thing you know, they'll be getting along with everybody and (laughs) sacrificing for each other. Sarah Myers is one of the concerned parents. She says, I was very against it, and I really hate that it passed. I absolutely think it will affect everybody. I mean, whether you want it, whether they mean it to or not. Mm, My goodness, Sarah. The reason I love a public school and chose a public school is because, like my child, could have her faith and her friend can have her faith and it's fine. It's not part of the school day. It doesn't have to still be, Sarah. Sarah, your child doesn't have to go. Doesn't have to go. Stay right there on campus and take take classes in diversity, equity, and inclusion. There's no shortage of... She can go up to one of those Hilliard school teachers wearing one of those badges with the QR code on the back that give her instant access to pornographic material. If that's your desire as a parent, while I think it's a stupid desire and a damaging desire and a psychologically suicidal desire, I will fight for your right to parent your child the way you want. But as long as we have a little thing called freedom and liberty, you don't get to make the call for other people's kids. And if they want them to be bussed off campus and to undergo instruction in the Bible, then they get to do that. Sorry about it. Coming from a sincere semi-fascist. Now, as for the Trump rally in Youngstown on Saturday night, uh, a statement from Ohio Democratic Party Chairman Elizabeth Walters caught my eye. Uh, After the rally ended, Elizabeth Walters posted a one-sentence statement on social media. Did anyone even watch that, she said. Well, Elizabeth, I can confirm that someone did watch it, and it was your own Democratic candidate for Senate, Tim Ryan. Uh, Because here's what he tweeted during the Trump-J.D. Vance rally. This is a five-alarm fire. Trump just attacked me. 
calling me a radical phony and said that he, quote, never liked me that much. Good one, buddy. It'll only get worse from here, and I need your help to fight back against the attacks. We can flip Ohio blue, but only with your help. And then if you click the link, there is a way for you to give to the Tim Ryan campaign. Uh, a campaign that began with a war chest of millions of dollars in it from Tim Ryan's two decades as a congressman. Uh, a war chest that exceeded J.D. Vance's own campaign fundraising $9 million to $2 million. Yet Tim Ryan can turn any conversation about him into an appeal for money. Into an appeal for money. Uh, I imagine him... Um, you know, going into uh, his local Walmart, which I'm sure is beneath him as a as an elitist Democrat. But he walks in, hi, how are you doing today? I'd be doing a lot better if you give $20 to the Tim Ryan for Senate campaign. Yeah, he can he can turn any conversation into a uh, an appeal for money. J.D. Vance at the rally suggested a wild thing. He suggested that instead of hiring 87,000 IRS agents, we should hire more border agents. Now, we can't hire more border agents, of course, because we're spending, was it $80 million on the IRS? Uh, that was in the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, here's Tim Ryan on why he voted for the uh, Inflation Reduction Act and the additional spending amid rampant inflation. I don't think it, the inflation is really an issue when it comes to investing into the jobs of the future. Hmm. He doesn't think infl inflation is really an issue when it comes to investing in the jobs of the future. That would be green jobs. That would be green jobs. Solar panels, windmills, batteries. Tim Ryan thinks that, uh, well, I'll let him say it again. I don't think it, the inflation is really an issue when it comes to investing into the jobs of the future. Inflation not really an issue. See? He's shockingly right there with Joe Biden. Now, while Tim Ryan was tweeting all that about Trump attacking him, I thought, Timmy, why don't you call your friend Joey Biden? I mean, he'd come and he'd campaign with you. Oh, that's right. He came to the Intel opening and you were so allergic to Joe Biden, you didn't even have a picture taken with him. Nobody could find you at the Intel groundbreaking because you can't be seen with your president. Now, you may be familiar with J.D. Vance, who's running for Senate to represent you in the state of Ohio instead of Rob Portman. That would be a big, big improvement. But it would not be an improvement if Tim Ryan and Sherrod Brown are your Ohio senators. I mean, come on, Ohio. We're a red state. We've gone increasingly for Trump. Sherrod Brown's been the senator. He's had impeccable timing over the years. He's always run in times that it's been conducive for Democrats winning. And he's sold you a lie that he's for the working man. Ryan is trying to sell you that same lie. Ryan comes from Youngstown, where there are a lot of working men and women. The only problem is he's run unlike this con congressman he has been for 20 years. He has never really gotten anything done in Congress, unless, unless your thing is having post offices named after someone, then he's really good at that. But in terms of delivering results for Youngstown, he hasn't done it. So he's portraying himself as somebody who he has not been. And he decidedly will not be. That you know. He's already said the kind of senator he would be is a senator like Sherrod Brown. He thinks Sherrod Brown is phenomenal. Of course he does. Because Sherrod Brown's able to get elected to the Senate. 
Time after time after time. Tim Ryan's tired of running for re-election. He'd like a job that's good for six years. Now, the guy running against him is J.D. Vance. And you may know a little bit about J.D.'s background. He grew up in Middletown. His uh, childhood was marred by addiction in his family. He saw the opioid crisis up close and personal. He enlisted in the Marines, fought for his country, uh, then got into Yale, became a successful businessman, wrote a book about his upbringing, Hillbilly Elegy. Um, So J.D. Vance is from Ohio, but Tim Ryan keeps telling people he's not from Ohio because he moved out of Ohio. Here's Tim Ryan making that claim. He can't raise any money because people, you know, know he's not a good candidate and he's not from the state. Hmm, Not from the state, huh? Interesting. Not from the state. Uh, J.D. Vance addressed that on Saturday night. Regarding Tim Ryan's claim that J.D. Vance is not from the state, uh, Tim Ryan said, or excuse me, uh, J.D. Vance said that here's the thing about this crazy lying fraud, Tim Ryan. His whole attack against me is that I'm from out of state. I'm from California. Even though the reason I left Ohio when I was 18 years old was to enlist in the United States Marine Corps and go serve my country. So, um, yeah, how dare you? Like, go sign up to serve in the U.S. Marine Corps and then use the GI Bill to go to college and better yourself and come to a point in your life where after you got married and after you had kids, you realize that, you know, a lot of the things I thought about how the world operated when I was single and on my own, those things were wrong. So those of you who are hung up on J.D. Vance and what he said about Donald Trump in the past, you need to get over that because J.D. Vance has said he was wrong about that. You know what Tim Ryan's never said? He's never said he's wrong voting for Joe Biden 100% of the time. 100% of the time. Even AOC has not voted with Joe Biden's policies 100% of the time. But Tim Ryan has. 100% of the time. And that's who you want to roll with. Why? Because, oh, because I saw a television commercial and he looked like a really good guy, Bruce. He looks like a, he says he says he's a Trump guy. Mm-hmm. So you don't believe the TV news. You're smart enough to know not to believe the TV news, but you'll believe a political commercial from a guy who wants your vote and then you'll never hear from him again. Not for six years, at least. Not until he runs for re-election. Uh, what did Trump say? About Tim Ryan. He said a vote for Tim Ryan is a vote for extinguishing America's future. The entire MAGA movement is for J.D. Vance. So Vance and Ryan, the polls say, are very, very close. Uh, One thing that the polls agree on is that uh, Joe Biden's approval rating is not good. And so Scott Pelley didn't really want to ask him about it last night on 60 Minutes, but he forced himself to because... You know, the only thing that would be worse than maybe possibly offending Joe Biden would be um, torching your own reputation as a 60 Minutes correspondent. So here's Scott Pelley's question to Joe Biden about his approval ratings. Note why Joe says his approval ratings are so low. Your approval rating in the country is well below 50 percent. And I wonder why you think that is. This is a really difficult time. (laughs) We're at an inflection point in the history of this country. Mm. We're going to make decisions, and we're making decisions now, that are going to determine what we're going to look like in the next 10 years from now. I think you'd agree that the impact on the psyche of the American people as a consequence of the pandemic is profound. 
Think of how that has changed everything. People's attitudes about themselves, their families, about the state of the nation, about the state of their communities. And so there's a lot of uncertainty out there, a great deal of uncertainty. Uh, Well, he's right about the latter part. There is a lot of uncertainty out there, but it's not about the pandemic. I mean, he just said on the same interview that the pandemic is over. Nobody's wearing masks. Everybody's back to normal. Yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty out there because, well, let's go through the list, shall we? Are you safe on the uh, streets of the inner city (laughs) near where you live or in which you live? No. Uh, Do you know that your job is going to be there tomorrow with the Fed getting ready to raise interest rates and companies all over the country starting to look at laying people off? No, you don't know that. Uh, Do you know that at least the southern border is secure? We don't have to worry about terrorists coming in from another country and doing another 9-11 to us. Is that where you are with the border? No. 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 Do you feel like you can send your kids to school and trust the teachers in the public schools to prioritize your children's development and not tell them that the country they're growing up in was founded to be a racist country or or that you know the teachers will even tell you if there's something going on with your kid that you should certainly be made aware of as a parent but teachers kind of like the mental confusion your kid is experiencing and they feel like you know it's not their job to tell you in fact it's their job to conceal it from you Is that where you are with the public schools? No. So I agree with Joe Biden. There's a lot out there that offers people great degrees of unsettled lack of peace. But the pandemic's not the reason. His policies are the reason. And also because nobody likes to be told that the sky is red when they know the sky is blue. He keeps telling you everything is fine, and it's not fine, and you know it's not fine. Uh, here, Pelly asks him about his, uh, well, about his ability to do the job. Mr. President, you are the oldest president ever. Pretty good shape, huh? Which leads to my next question. <laughs> you are more aware of this than anyone. Some people ask whether you are fit for the job, and when you hear that, not me. Some people. I wonder what you think. What do you think? Watch me. Watch me. I mean, honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity, then, then you know, that's one thing. It's another thing. of just watch and, and, you know, keep my schedule. You mean the schedule where he's vanishes for, like, days at a time? The schedule where he's, like, in Delaware every time you turn around? The schedule where he calls a lid at 10 in the morning, the times where he finishes a speech and he turns to shake the hand of an imaginary person who's not there and has never been there, (laughs) the times that he stumbles over simple things and the White House has to walk it back like, oh, yeah, our strategic ambiguity in China, but you know what? If China goes into Taiwan, we're defending them with our troops. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.